search of catchphrases but what did i know it was it, it was in me all along to say the stupid shit i say all the time you know it was right here all the time mike a little bit self-indulgent i think to pick the voicemail praising yourself i actually uh right? well no and no and i'll tell you i'll tell you why right? i'll tell you no i'll tell you why it's not because Anytime we play a voicemail on the show, what people don't realize is I don't I don't have time to sit down and listen to all the voicemails. Okay? So basically what I do is I have a big wheel here in my office and I spin the big wheel. And the wheel points to a color and I have that disease where you uh, colors become numbers in your brain. Um and then I just match that up with whichever number it is on the voicemail and then I play that one. So the fact that that complimented me was it's really up to the wheel at this point. A game of chance. Yeah, try your luck next time, perhaps. You know, I um, I'm 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 I'm. Can I can I tell you something? Can I tell you, can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? What's on your mind, JF? Tell me what's on your mind. You look like something's bothering you, chum. I tell me what it is. I'm having Vegas desires again. Oh God. I'm having Vegas oh, desires. God. Oh God. I. You wouldn't know what to. You wouldn't know what to do. Lady Luck would chew you up and spit you out, kid. <laughs> you wouldn't know what to do in that town. Um, I pulled up. I pulled up the live cam of Las Vegas. I went into YouTube, and this is this is a, something that I I noticed that you could do when people were watching um, Disney. When people were looking for Disney cams, people going to Disney World a few months ago, like right in the middle of lockdown, which. Of course, we're still kind of doing, but no one really is actually doing it. Um, and now I saw a commercial for... I was watching playoff basketball, and I saw a commercial for Universal Studios that was like, don't worry, we're wiping everything down now. And I was just kind of thinking, like, weren't you doing that before? <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you're advertising that you were wiping yeah. down all of the places that people touch and, like, rub their asses on kind of makes me wonder. Yeah. I feel like that was part of it. I was thinking about that the other day, like, uh, the amount of, like, hand washing and, and hygiene that, that has gone up has got to be uh, good for something. Right? <laughs> Surely someone is benefiting from <laughs> this increase in attentiveness. Yeah. 
That would be nice <laughs> to think about. Hey guys, come on down to Knott's Berry Farm. We've started taking out the trash now, so just so you know, the trash is going out. We are yeah. we're cooking the food all the way through now. It seems like that was started important. Dusting for, we've started dusting for rats. <laughs> now. You have nothing to worry about. In the background of the... not fall in your hair. <laughs> the, the, a roller coaster going by, and then it cuts to a guy in like a, a big suit with a flamethrower, like just blasting all the corners <laughs> of the restaurants. <laughs> That's scary, man. That's that's scary to think about going to an amusement park right now. Hey, I'll amuse myself if I have to, okay? I don't need to go to a park to be amused. Keep it PG. Keep it PG. Okay. I'm just saying, you know, you, you put me in a room by myself, a couple of dusty old porno mags, see what I get up to? You won't even believe the kind of stuff I yeah. come up with in there. I would believe the kind of stuff you would come up with in there. Yeah, it's sort of a one-to-one, isn't it? It's... It's basically just it's basically just putting the puzzle pieces together. It would actually be more shocking if I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. I think a lot of apes know how to do it. I was reading about how crows crows are actually very intelligent. Yeah. Did you know that? Crows are. Yeah. They can use I read this uh I read that last month in uh Bird <laughs> magazine. You read the article about crows in Bird magazine. Yeah. Um, but they know how to use... The crows know how to use tools. They can solve problems. They can tell you the truth. Crows know how to tell the truth. That's what they figure. That's what the scientists yeah. figured out, is they know how to tell the truth. And I think... Yeah. My point in bringing this up is I believe... My personal belief is that crows... If you put a crow in a room and started playing a VCR porno tape on the television... And gave him a mm -hmm. little tissue and gave him some Vaseline and said, yeah. and said basically like, look, I can't tell you what to do, but we want to see if you can figure it out. I think he would like hop around a little bit and then kind of go, oh, okay, I. You think that the crow would be sexually attracted to the, is it a woman on the porno tape that you have? The ones that I have would be, but <laughs> for for the sake of the scientific <laughs> method, I think we should run the gamut on all different types of uh, porno. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, human porno, crow porno. I don't think it... Yeah. Because we need to... That's how you learn. And this is what people don't understand, is you don't start out knowing something. You actually have to go and test. You have the A, B test. Okay? You have the A and B test, and you give one crow the, the human porn, and the other one gives the crow porn, and you see which one gets sort of a harder wang, and then you kind of go from there and sort of... <laughs> Write that down in a little book and publish it in Bird Magazine, you know? Um, forget what I was fucking talking about. The hand, wa the hand washing. The hand, well, you don't forget to wash your hands. Um, That's, that was what we yeah, were on. That was good. Hand washing. I think we said all we needed to say about washing. You know how we feel about washing hands on this show. I don't need to tell you. There was something. There was a Kickstarter we were looking at to do this week, and I, I looked at it. Our friend Zeke sent it in, and I, I looked at it, and I said, you know what? I think we've made pretty clear our feelings on hand washing. I don't think we need to beat this drum. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Are we going to become the hand washing podcast? Like that's not, I don't want that for us. I want something better for us. We are YKS podcast is officially for hand washing if you want to. If nobody else sees you come out of the bathroom. Correct. If you're pretty sure if you're pretty sure nobody is going to see you, don't want you don't have to wash your hands. 
Yeah, or if somebody saw you and they work there, and it's like, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to risk your job to tell me to wash my hands? Because I'll get you fired. You know? Um... <laughs> Have you ever have you ever had have you ever reported a nasty bathroom? Have you ever because you know the sign on the bathroom no. always says "Let us know if it's not good." Yeah. No, because you know why? Any bathroom that would be like that is got to be the absolute worst job already. So yeah, I mean that's got to be like the lowest priority in this person's job. So I mean it sucks. I I agree that it sucks, but somebody does have to clean the bathroom. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. just the way. It, I mean th- that's just like living at home. Like, I don't want to go clean the bathroom, but somebody's got to do it. You know, yeah. we have to have a clean. Yeah, the 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 hierarchy of needs has to be clean bathroom, and then not having to clean the bathroom has to come right after that. Because I think it is more important to shit and piss in a civilized way than it is to just be like, well, I'd kind of rather like stand around and not do it. You know, I don't want to put the gloves on. I would just hold in my poop until I get sick and have to go to the hospital. That's what I would do. Realistically, that's what I'm doing. I'm not. Yeah. Because what you want to be able to do when you see the sign. Oh. Oh. Walking walking back to the car full of your friends holding your belly and they're like, dude, didn't you go? Yeah, I went. It's fine. Let's just go. Um, you want to be able to tell somebody who's not in the position of authority that the bathroom, that's what you need to, in in an ideal world, you'd be able to suss out, like, who's the guy who's going to get in trouble for the bathroom being nasty? Like, who's, who's going to get in trouble for the fact that there's, like, poop on top of paper inside the toilet, (laughs) and it's, like, cresting, and I, if I wanted to poop, I would just be pooping on somebody else's poop. Yeah. Who's the guy who's going to get in trouble for that, and can I just reach out to him directly and say, hey, look, man. Before this, I mean, the shit is is literally about to hit the fan in here. You need to, I don't, I'm not saying it's, I'm not, I wouldn't put you in charge of it if it were up to me, but yeah. it seems like this is what you've signed on for. Somebody's going to have to do this eventually. I want you to do it before your boss comes in here and sees the huge amount of crap that's in here. Sounds like you blew up a bathroom once and you no. spun this elaborate web <laughs> about how... Someone needs to go clean this doo-doo up. I would never. That's one thing about me. That's, this is one thing about me, and I think I've said this before. I don't like to leave a trail of anything wherever I am. Like, people are like, people are like, do you want your receipt? I'm like, yeah, I want my receipt. I'm going to throw, I'm going to take it out. I'm going to throw it in the trash can outside because I don't want you to have Burn it. it. Burn it. I'm going to burn it in the parking lot. I can't stand the idea of you being able to look, or God forbid, this is my fucking nightmare scenario. At the store, once again, at Koger. Here we go. Having the receipt print out. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay. You got something to do? Music make you lose control. Music make you lose control. Okay. Now with store talk. (laughs) Okay. Um, having, Having the receipt print out and then not, and then I didn't grab it. And then the person who comes behind me gets my receipt printed out on top of their receipt. And they're looking at theirs and they look at this and they're like, oh, this guy got a bunch of fucking Teddy Grahams. That's my fucking nightmare. If someone else yeah. knows what I bought. 
and they get to take that yeah. home with them and what, like frame it? Is that what they're doing? What are they doing with it? You ever, you ever see a cart looker, some, a cart looker, somebody looking at your cart? Yes. It's like, don't look at my cart, okay? Do you need me to tell you where I got this stuff? We're in the same fucking store. It's in, I didn't bring this from outside. But check this out. At the same time, looking at somebody else's cart. So good. So good. So good. The one. Oh, you got that. Where'd you get that? The the type of cart that I will always look at, no matter what. I don't know if other people feel this way. Maybe we've got some people who do this. the The cart I will always look at is the guy who has so much of the twenty four ounce bottles of soda that he he like sp- hangs hangs it on the fucking side of the cart. <laughs> That's so funny to me. It's like, <laughs> that's such a pro grocery dad move. Yes, dude. it is. <laughs> that's so funny, dude. That's so weird. That's so weird. He's like riding shotgun. <laughs> riding shotgun. <laughs> oh, riding shit. shotgun all the way to the checkout. Yeah, but I would never. The point is, is I would never leave a fucking bathroom with my turds in it. My turds are going all the way down to wherever it is they're supposed to go. I will not walk out of there with the the knowledge that someone's going to have to come up behind me and deal with my turds. If I wouldn't do it for my receipt, I'm not doing it for my fucking poops. You know, that's disgusting. I'm getting rid of it. <laughs> and that's the final word. <laughs> I don't want to hear another thing about it. Um, let's give an update on an old Kickstarter, Mike. From episode 108... 108, 60 episodes ago, roughly. Um, that's that's about a year, I would uh, reckon. And it uh, at the time, it had 13,000 euro. It ended up with 34,000 euro. This project is the Satoshi One. Do you remember the Satoshi One? High-end sneakers for tech lovers. High-end minimal, minimalist sneakers that are blockchain certified. Yes. Now, uh, refresh my old memory. Yeah, don't mind if I do. I don't remember what that was. Well, I think my recollection of this is even at the time, it did not seem clear what... what it, oh, it was to, to combat counterfeiting. You, yeah. <laughs> for a shoe that nobody knows about. Yeah, okay. so... Th- I, I got gotcha. So they enter in, like, the number of the shoe on the blockchain, and then it's like, okay, this oh, number definitely boy. did come from here. But, yeah, no one knows anything about this. And Satoshi is just the name of the... That's just the name of the guy who developed the blockchain the, and, yeah, and Bitcoin, yeah. right? And he's maybe not yeah. even real? Yeah, it's like a pen name. So they should have put his ass in the blockchain to verify that he really <laughs> is who he says he was. That's, yeah. That's what I would what have done. What the hell? That's step one. Seems like an That's oversight. The main guy. But the shoes themselves are basically just like, um, I would describe these as sort of Keds. Kind of Vance slip-ons. Yeah, thing. like, uh, like or K-Swiss is what I'm thinking of, like the low-top low, low K-Swiss shoe. And they come K-Swiss in different colors. Shoe. Come in different colors. They've got the um, the number of the shoe, like, etched, like, like, like little like gold print on the side or whatever. And they're Portuguese shoes, which is maybe really good. I don't, I don't know that I associate Portugal with shoes. Um, obviously, what do you associate Portugal with? I think this is this is what I think about Portugal. I think <laughs> I think Portugal is Spain's hat. Just like, is that true? 
where is I'm gonna I'm gonna um, I think it's on the side, but it's not fair that America gets to wear a hat and Spain doesn't. I mean, come on, it can be it can be Spain's Spain's little hat. Oh, it's Spain's little hat. That's kind of a cute thing to say to have a personality. Um, it's on the side. I know it's on the fucking side. Okay, you said it was on the hat. He's they're wearing the hat. hat. They're wearing the hat to the side, like Jamie Kennedy. They're wearing it on the side. That's why it looks. You know like what's that. cute? Italy with its little boot. Mm-hmm. That's so cute. I don't know if this is is this too is this too much of a stupid guy thing to say. I'm wondering if this is stupid because to me, Italy is shaped like a boot. We all agree on that. Okay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But it's also it's also a bit of a fashionable boot, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's not like a big. It's not like a. It's, it's kind of a stiletto heel boot. Yeah, it's kind of a. It's, uh, it's almost like a sexy like leather boot, right? And uh, where's the number one place you would go to buy sexy leather boots? Yeah, it's it it'd be Italy. Victoria's Secret. Okay, well, yeah, if they had one there in Rome, I guess. But but like that's would Italy be the the country known for sexy leather clothing if the country itself were not shaped? Like a boot. I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. I mean, you go down the list. You know, you, you Gucci. You got your uh uh. What else? There's probably another one. But <laughs> I think there's a lot of sexy leather stuff coming out of there, and I just wonder. I just I don't know. <laughs> if if Italy were shaped like, there's a lot of. Sexy leather stuff coming out of Italy nowadays. <laughs> Italy's a hot spot for sexy leather. If it were shaped like something else, right? Like if Italy were shaped, yeah, like a well, what, what's another type of shape? If, if Italy were shaped, what if it were shaped like an axe? Would it be like the um, place that you got all of your metallurgic metallurgical needs? Would you get like would it would it be known for craftsmanship of weapons? I think there's something. I think form follows function, and I think it's. I think that's something interesting to think about on a philosophical level. You're fucking. I know you don't. I mean, you are. You are out of your mind. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's uh, that's uh, Italy. They raised a bunch of money, and we're talking about Satoshi. One, the blockchain records the interactions of the product during its lifespan. Okay, so that means you collect the shoe. You sell the shoe on the Satoshi app. You can also send it back to them for recycling and they will give you Satoshi Studio tokens, which are coins, to buy new products and they will, you know, recycle them in a responsible way, they say. So it's like, I mean, it's not just a shoe that is, I mean, just an absolute zero, in my opinion, on the <laughs> on the style scale, and I've got some weird looking shoes. Granted, so maybe you don't want to take it from me. But oh man, you remember those one uh, really bad ones you had? We were like the red ones, and they they were so small on your feet. It was like you had little tap dancing shoes on. Yeah, I I did end up sending those back. Did you? Yeah, I didn't keep those. I couldn't. I couldn't you fucking one, wear them. You, you you got one size smaller. I fucked up. Yeah, I, of course I fucked. I did. I I bought some shoes on. <laughs> These are still too big for my liking. I bought some shoes on Poshmark. Have you ever heard of that app, Poshmark? I think it's where people go and sell no. their fashionable, sexy leather clothes. Um, but I got some, sh- <laughs> I got some shoes on there that I couldn't find anywhere else, and it was it was you know it was a nice experience. It was an, it was a really nice experience. Yeah. yeah. I would love to do some more shopping on Poshmark. 
It's not an ad for them. I'm just telling you that you can buy. There's apps for sh- the point is is there's apps for shoes, right? There's, yeah. There's Poshmark. There's Goat. There's StockX. I don't know if you fucked around with any of these before, but this is like a thing that I'm people not. want increasingly is to get their uh, shoes from apps, and that's fine. So maybe this makes sense. I don't know if it. I don't know if it makes sense to like get the app out there when you only have one type of shoe. That seems to maybe be putting the cart before the horse a little bit. But they did apparently manufacture these shoes. So um, some people have gotten them. Seven months ago, Stephen Alfonso says, quick review after getting my shoes. They're super sleek and suave. Got the blue one. So happy with the color and how it looks. The shape of the shoe is perfect for the color shade. Um, It all looks high quality. The sizing is just right. The one problem is that the shoe comes with a metal tag on it. And apparently the metal, t- like while they were being shipped, the sharp metal tag scuffed and punctured the shoe, which does. Oh, no. It seems like an oversight, um, especially because they are fairly expensive. They are. Uh, yeah. Well, well, what are these things running? They're over a hundred bucks, right? Um, you could, you could be this other guy who had uh, the wrong shoe, shoe size sent to him and he had to pay like. 50 bucks extra shipping to get the, the wrong shoes again. Yeah, that's, yeah, Cat says, um, let's see, you sent me size 38 instead of 39. Considering I had oh, to pay. Dude, that, that guy's huge. Feet are huge. 38? I wear an 11. <laughs> yeah. 10 and a half sometimes. Yeah, it's like Andre the Giant. You wear an 11? <laughs> yeah, 10 and a half, 11. Depends on the shoe sometimes, doesn't it? Um <laughs> Uh, let's see. Somebody else says, greetings from coronavirus, California. That might have been sort of a cute way to start a comment seven that months ago. Cute. That is cute. Um, but uh, people seem to be liking the shoes. Um, so I don't, I'm, I, I don't know. I think it is a little bit of self-selection because if you're enticed by a Bitcoin shoe, then I think you are sort of going to be primed to like whatever it is you actually end up with. I would not order the Bitcoin shoe. So if a, if a very ugly shoe yeah. showed up to my house, I would say, well, this isn't, I don't care for this. And then I would just move on with my life. So I guess that explains positive. Actually, or you would be like, oh, is this one of the, the ugly shoes I've ordered recently? That's what you would be like. Anyway, Mike, uh, don't have to comment directly on it. And I will just move on and say that was Satoshi one. That was the update on the old Kickstarter. Let's take a break. We'll come back with more YKS in just a second. This week's episode of YKS is brought to you by our old friends at Manscaped. Okay, it's 2020. Check the calendar. Yeah, it still is. Okay. And maybe it's been a tough year for hygiene. (laughs) Now, I smell okay, but my balls are out of control. Okay, that's why I got to get over to my Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 and turn my bathroom into my own private dong salon, it says here. Manscaped is on a mission to change the grooming game with their below-the-waist grooming and hygiene products, and they just released, this is big, their products in, wait for it, the UK, Legend, Canada, Dairy, and Australia. The big three, they're back in the fold as far as grooming their pubic hair goes. Whether you're in uh, Westminster, whether you're in... 
Uh, Saskatoon, Canadian city there I just thought of. In Australian cities, of course, why don't we just say any of them that come to mind right away? The classic, here we go, Sydney. Almost didn't come up with it, but did just in the nick of time. The Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer offers a replaceable ceramic blade with advanced skin-safe technology, which helps reduce grooming accidents. Even if you're all the way over there on an island in the middle of one of the oceans that we have on this great earth we love so much, okay? It's waterproof too, okay? So, for instance, if you're uh, if you're in Swansea, which I'm guessing is near the sea, and you're using your Manscaped razor... Probably going to be okay. Salt water might be a problem. Assuming there's salt in that body of water and assuming it is a body of water. Okay, you guys figure it out wherever you're at, whether it's okay to take your lawnmower 3.0 with you. But you can probably take the Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is the perfect add-on to their lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. I'm throwing so many numbers at you, you probably think you're Ben Affleck in The Accountant. Okay, but you're not. You're just a normal fella who needs to take... His balls to a dong salon, I think is what they called it. Now, this perfect package comes with two free gifts and other liquid formulations to complete your ball trimming routine. And the great thing about these formulations are they're vegan, it says here, I think. Cruelty-free, dye-free, sulfate-free, and paraben-free. So you know your disco stick is in good hands, assuming... I think that that must be the normal thing to say in the countries I mentioned earlier. Okay. Hey, vegan, cruelty-free, dye-free, sulfate-free, and paraben-free. Boy, I, I almost want to drink this stuff. You can't drink the stuff. But I almost want to. I almost want to pop the lid on some of this stuff and chug it down. You cannot do that. Don't do that. Hey, listen, you're probably sitting on the couch with your hand on your balls anyway. If I know you, you probably got your hand on your nuts. Might as well keep them smelling fresh with the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. We've told you about this. It smells good. Why not put it on there? And you know it's getting humid outside in other parts of the world, probably. They even have a crop reviver ball toner that is a spray-on toner for your testicles. That is awesome. They got foot deodorant, too. What the heck? I need some of that. Manscaped sent me some foot deodorant. I need to get this foot duster on my little piggies. Okay, I'm walking around. I got my flip-flops on. I got my... Other types of shoe on, and my feet, they need to be deodorized. Please help me, Manscaped. I'll even move to Canada for you. And not for any other reason. Use the code YKS and get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Okay, you go to their site. You hit a few buttons on your phone. It's this phone. I would use my desktop computer. Okay, I don't know if you're like me back in the Stone Age with my desktop computer. You hit the keyboard, a little uh, door opens up and a bird flies out and starts hitting buttons on your computer. If you're like me, go on your desktop computer and do it. Use promo code YKS to get free shipping and 20% off at manscaped.com. Please tell them we sent you and go to the dong salon. It's time for the six-pack. Mike, we've got six Kickstarters. Why not just go through and talk about them and quit, you know, fucking around? Yeah. Yeah. Let's just yeah. let's just pull off the Band-Aid. Let's just get it over with. 
Okay, and with that with that in mind, I'll start with the burrito pop. The burrito pop. This is this is the best way to carry, keep warm, and oh yeah, eat your favorite food. What was I thinking? I almost forgot to say eat your favorite food. <laughs> uh Hello. Am I going am I going crackers today or what? What am I doing? Let's uh let's watch this video. It'll tell you all about it. Introducing Burrito Pop, the twistable burrito holder that keeps your hands clean and your burrito ready to go. Hi, I'm Madeline. I'm an artist, an entrepreneur, and a burrito aficionado. Eight years ago, I went to grab lunch at my favorite burrito truck with full hands, coffee mug in one, phone in the other. Thankfully, by the time my burrito was ready, my mug was empty and the burrito fit. Back at the office, the mug helped me multitask as I ate, to a point. That's when I came up with Burrito Pop. Burrito Pop holds your burrito or wrap, freeing up your hands and keeping them clean while you eat. Our patented burrito elevator is a twist on the entire burrito eating experience, giving you every last morsel without the mess. Burrito Pop is microwave and dishwasher safe, and it'll keep your burrito fresh if you need to take a break. I've spent years developing Burrito Pop. It's the longest side project of my life. I've gone through countless designs. So what the fuck is going on? Why is this? What, what the hell is this? This is like a, it's, it's a thermos that specifically only works for burritos. Yeah, it's like a big chapstick for your burrito. Oh, yeah, it is. A, yeah, a chapstick. It is a chapstick, isn't it? That makes sense. And those things break always as well, but that's neither here nor there. I just have a problem with chapstick. Are people... Big chapstick thing for your burrito because, uh, I don't know, who's, uh, you got an all-day burrito out there? I... You got an all-day burrito you're eating on? I... I, I, I can't, I don't know that I can understand any of this. There's no aspect of this that appeals to me, except for, I mean, the burrito part is good. I think at a certain point, you got to call it quits on the burrito. Um, yeah, cut your losses. Don't, don't introduce whole new, uh, you know, modes of transportation for the thing. I can't tell you how fucking big this thing is either. I mean, this is absolutely... People are listening from around the country, and they're they're trying to decide: Will my regional burrito type fit in this burrito pop? And the answer is yes. It doesn't matter which burrito <laughs> you're thinking of; it will go in this fucking huge thing. This was yeah. this was developed in Brooklyn, but if you're in if you're in California, and you've got one of the big burritos with the French fries in them, this thing is going to wolf that down no problem it's huge i don't have the exact dimensions maybe maybe it's on the page somewhere here but it's it is like the biggest thermos you've ever seen yeah think about the size of jesse's head um what, divided by what is this half what is this thing about my head being big now you've been doing my head's not <laughs> i have a normal head size yours may even be bigger than mine you motherfucker now ho- you hold the fuck on <laughs> okay so the uh, it, you twist the bottom. <clears throat> pardon me. You twist the bottom, and the burrito shoots out of the top with the foil on it. I guess okay, you've gotten yeah. it from a truck. It's got a wrap on your. You can put on your wrist and carry it around that way. Um, then you can microwave in there. You got to take the foil off. If you're going to microwave, and you can clean in the dishwasher as well. If you get burrito juice all over the place, 
Um, and this is one of those, this is, this falls directly into that category that we talk about sometimes, which is, Hey, this is a joke unless you really want it. In which case I'll make a lot of them. Yeah. 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 And they do seem to have to be making a lot of them. They've raised 22,000, almost $23,000 of a $10,000 goal. So they're going to be making the burrito pop. She's worked on this for years with a dedicated team of people like all across all of the industry. It went viral. It's been on Gizmodo. They've got that different designs. Awesome. That is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. I love when a product goes viral. It's out there on the now this and uh, now that all these sites. Now that. Yeah. This. um I don't know. Uh, it says burritos rock, but they're messy. They're hard to eat on the go, and they get cold fast. Okay, let's talk about that. They're messy. Is that true? That seems more or less true, but the foil is sort of a key component in keeping them from being that messy. Almost the original and burrito also, pop. And also, I'd go. I'd go ahead and victim blame here because uh, <laughs> depending on you know what type of ingredients are portable ingredients and what ingredients are not. Uh, conducive to on-the-go eating you know as well as i do you're an adult okay so when you pick something with a lot of sauce yeah well so what would you you're gonna get it you're gonna get it in your beard what are you normally gonna get on a burrito that you're not going to get if you're focused on the go or you've got somewhere to be right after like the first thing i'm getting rid of is like you said hot sauce even though i love it yeah if you're if you're if you're doing it on the go burrito you got to do it you're not gonna want. You're gonna want that thing as dry as possible. Yes, so, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. No, okay. no guac. Okay, no guac. No, no pico. You know, actually, I think I think you have guac. The best thing you could probably do for yourself if you're eating a burrito on the go would just to be just to get the tortilla and just say, put the foil in the middle of it, and I'll just eat around the foil, um, and I'll just have the I'll just have the tortilla. <laughs> Because I don't need all the, you know, I don't need all the filling. I don't need all the, <clears throat> I don't need all the, uh, you know, the hoofalini or whatever. No, I, you the, know, the, I'm on a diet. I'll just have the, I'll just, actually I just have the foil and I'll just put the foil in my big cup and carry yeah, it around. Yeah, just chew on the foil, <laughs> my fillings. Um, they're hard to eat on the go. Okay, that goes right along with messy. And they get cold fast. I don't think burritos get cold faster than any other I mean, that seems almost like a law of physics. Tear, tear her ass up, JF. Is that not true, though? Doesn't everything sort of get cold at the same rate? <laughs> you know? Yeah, it is true. I mean, it's not like if you were eating... What's another thing you could eat that you... What's an on-the-go, like a hot dog? Like, if you get a hot dog on-the-go... Yeah, bowl of soup, yeah. If you get a bowl of soup... If you go to a soup cart, if you go to one of New York City's famous soup carts... <laughs> of course, you're bringing your own ladle to the soup cart. That's going to get cold. It, your your lobster bisque is going to get cold every bit as fast as the burrito. I don't know. I don't get this. You can eat it in the car. This seems to suggest, which I don't. I don't agree with that. The thing is, the size of a large, uh, you know, ther- thermos. Yeah. You know, and you're twisting this thing up and large driving. Thing. Don't do that. Don't be doing that. Don't do this, and don't pay the real amount of money they want for it, which is $33. It says retail price will be $50 for the burrito pop. You know what I recently did mm. with the car situation? Yeah. <clears throat> I recently got one of those uh, 
uh, phone holders for the car. Yes. So I'm not holding the phone, you know? Yes. So I'm not sitting there checking Twitter, holding the phone around in my, uh, bar- just barreling down the highway. Right. Now you can do it and just look over every now and then. Now it's, now I got to lean forward a little bit. Yeah. To check it because it's, it's stuck to the windshield. So now I just, I lean forward and check Twitter and stuff like that while I'm barreling down there. <laughs> Mine, mine hangs on my air vent, and the reason I did that is because I figured if if I ever get pulled over and they're saying, hey, you were playing with your phone, I'll just say, no, I was just adjusting the air in my car. That's so sick. Mine's in my CD player, so I, I, I guess I could do that, but mine would be like, hey, I was trying to play this uh, CD. I thought it was a CD. Uh, okay, so you actually... It's just my cell phone. So you need to get some I don't understand iTunes. What, do I need iTunes for this? An iTunes Cop CD. Would be like, the cop would be like, "Dude, you are. That's an that's an Android phone. You are beyond help, my friend. Have a good day." <laughs> <laughs> the IT cop. <laughs> um. Anyway, twenty six days to go on burrito pop. There you go. I won't be taking part in it. I'll, I'm a burrito bowl man now. I'll just have the bowl. I don't care. I'll. Oh, that makes me sick. Throw it all in a bowl. You cross a threshold when you go to bowls over burritos. Oh, Mike's big burrito bowl rant. Here we go. Locking in. (laughs) Hmm. The burrito pop. That's it, Mike. What's your next one? It's my first one. Yeah, I know, but next in the sense of... Okay. JF, let's take a trip through the South Side with this sick and twisted party game of sex, drugs, and your mom. It's South Side. You want to hit that vid? I would love to. What is up, people on Kickstarter? My name is Dale McGregor, and I have a little bit of a buzz. I'm also the creator of the party game South Side. So... I know you all have played different party games, and uh, there's some party games out there that say that they are a more brutal uh, version of party games. If uh, they are more brutal of a party game, um, what's more brutal than brutal? No, you don't? I, I don't know. Whatever is more brutal than brutal, then um, that's what Southside is. It's a second twisted game of sex drugs and your mom so you can just put your imagination together about that so anyway it's also been told that i need to have a professional video to put on kickstarter which is bullshit because that is not how we do it on the south side and with that being said take a look Take a few minutes, take a look at my shitty video of my friends and family playing Southside for the first couple times. So this is a this is a card game, Mike. It's another card game. Back at it again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing about this is it seems to me, and you can correct me on this, if you dare, I think this is actually, instead of just being a Cards Against Humanity for... Um, security officers and loss prevention uh, professionals, instead of being a Cards Against Humanity for Catholics, instead of being 
you know, Cards Against Humanity for uh, people from Bulgaria. I think this is just straight. I believe this is just actually Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, I think it's maybe just the same game okay. made by this guy it, who should not be uh, recording anything in, in in his state. Yeah, you feel like sometimes people who are compromised yeah. might say something they regret. What do you mean some people? What do you mean? What is this? This guy, I mean. I know what you're doing. This guy here. Sometimes they can't pick up what you're doing either when you're talking to them. Um, <laughs> I pick up exactly what you're doing. Well, Mike, it says here he, uh, this is very interesting. Uh, he played a bunch of party games, but the only one that made them double over laughing was Mad Libs. <laughs> That's what he says. Okay. D- d- does this guy look like a Mad Libs player to you? So I took the humor, I added in Mad Libs, and created a card game based on that humor and the crazy shit we see living on the south side. (laughs) And I guess this is, it says he's from Louisville, so this is the south side of Louisville? Playing the game uh, with some of my oldest friends from the south side, they were like, I remember that, or I've done that, and so on. This is so good, dude. I love it. This is one of my this is one of my favorite ones. <laughs> all these cards are crazy, but not all the crazy is made up. Mm-hmm. I've loved creating this game, and I've loved even more of my people's reactions to the game. They're dying to get their hands on their very own version. I've spent about one k so far on making the prototype. I'm excited for the base version to take off, so I can get back to writing cards for the future expansion packs. Got a whole plan. And the the thing about this is is the Kickstarter version consists of four hundred cards. That's fucking huge for one of these ripoff games. That's a lot of cards. And this is all specific to the south side of Louisville. Maybe it says he took some of it and mixed it with south side stuff. So some of it's his own humor. Some of it's just his twisted his own twisted shit. But you would looks like Beck Bennett also, doesn't he? Beck Bennett? Yeah. Does kind of look like Beck Bennett. Let me look up what that person looks like. Um he looks yeah, he looks like he could yeah, Beck Bennett could play him if he got the like the pink the the dyed pink mohawk. Yeah. But you would agree that he is sort of he, what's the word I'm looking for? He's minimizing his potential by calling it Southside, right? I think as much as we like to make fun of the Cards Against Humanity ripoffs that do just take the name Cards Against Humanity and do like b- bards against bards, yeah, yeah. bards after. You can't even think of one. Church. That's how. I mean, we dunk on these guys all the time. It's hard, look, actually. You can't even come up with one. I like bards. Yeah. Bards, bards, bards against hards. Bards against hards. Um, <laughs> you could do that one and like. That at least tells you, like, okay, I know this is going to be some kind of clone of... Car- but Southside could be anything. Yeah. And yeah. and it's not even... He's not even calling it, like, L-Town or whatever. The Big L. It's specifically his neighborhood, it seems like. Like, the street he lives on. Um, yeah. <laughs> pretty Pretty wild, man. Being handcuffed to the mailbox and fucking the hat. That's what I get most during 
quarantine is enticing people to eat my pussy for pork products. <laughs> the burning sensation of Satan. <laughs> Everybody freaks me. <laughs> the thing I desire most while in quarantine is four dead cats in a microwave. <laughs> oh <my God>. Damn. <laughs> the thing I desire most while in quarantine is shaking a dude for some ramen. That's right. Okay, we got another round. That was, that was a good round. Your ex is an awful <laughs> person because they be. Your ex is an awful person. Your ex is an awful person because they be forcing the elderly into prostitution. Your ex is an awful person because they be using crack pipes and food stamps. <laughs> your ex is an awful person because they be your mom, but without a cock. <laughs> All right. So you can see how that might be fun. Gee, Jesus Christ. Add some Southside stuff for sure. For sure. Well. All right. Uh, 161 of $19,615. They do want 40 bucks for the game. Um, yeah, there's one point in the video where he pulls a card and then the guy says, well, that not all, that's a shitty card. Yeah. But don't don't call your card shitty in your own video. Yeah, I did see that. Like you wrote the card, right? <laughs> Just don't put that card in. I mean, do another cut. But Obviously, they know how to cut. They were cutting like really. <laughs> yeah, did you see that cut where they left the cut in? That was so strange. <laughs> Let's see. I think I can get to that. But let me see if I can get to that part where he says that. So, all right. So, uh, all right, DMS. I'm gonna run it off the first one. These are the best people to start with kickstarter. <laughs> the thing I desire most while I'm quarantined. Man, this is a whack ass first card, but well, this sucks. But it's all good. <laughs> Don't say your cards are whack, dude. Don't say whack ass card on your thing. Okay. Well, that's fine. Uh that's Southside. Uh Mike, I've got one that's called Nana Hats. Uh, Nana hats don't Nana hats. don't worry. Gam Gam isn't coming over for dinner and wanting a piece of clothing for you for for the uh, for her for putting onto her um, head. This is actually the other type of Nana that we like to say sometimes, which is known as banana. Um, this is the ultimate way to keep your bananas fresh. It's the world's first banana preservation device engineered to keep your bananas fresher for longer. What? That is cool. Um, you might remember a while ago on here, we had some stickers that purported to do the same thing. Um, they were... The last time we checked in on those stickers, Mike, they were like in testing and lab testing to see if putting a sticker on the outside of your orange would make it not rot. And Yeah, Godspeed to them. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is with that. But um, Nanas do love to go bad. I'll say that. I will frequently go and, and get some bananas at the, what else, the store. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> you, know what, uh, you know what also loves to go bad? Yeah. Is uh, goddamn avocados. You buy those goddamn things. They're bad. Within, you turn your uh, turn your eye to them, you know, you t uh, turn around, and, and next thing you know. Yes. God, goddamn thing. 
bad. If you buy an avocado at the store, you better be eating it on the way home, or <laughs> you will have thrown away a dollar fifty. Yeah. The thing about bananas is, do they go bad quickly? Uh, they do. But they also tell you while they're going bad. There's no surprises with bananas, and that's why I respect yeah. them. Yeah, they tell you yeah. what's up the whole time. You can see the instant it's no longer good to eat a banana is very clear from just looking at the outside of it. And um, I appreciate I appreciate that a lot. I think that's cool. But you can also you can freeze the banana. I've been freezing when I when I feel bad about the bananas, I just cut them up and freeze them. I'll eat them later. Throw them in a smoothie. No big deal. And then if they get bad in the freezer, then I just dump them. Because guess what? They're like 30 cents a pound for a fucking banana. It's crazy. They're dirt cheap. And they're not. it's not like styrofoam. It's just, you know, it comes from the earth, dude. Right. You know? Right. I'm putting it back where it came from, the banana. <laughs> I don't. Are you composting? Are you, what are you? What are you doing over there? Well, no, but somebody. Oh, okay. I mean, maybe it's like goes outside Yikes. and it kind of, I don't know. We've talked about getting into composting, but I don't. I don't know anything about. It. I'll have yeah. to learn. And learning is so hard, into, huh? Yeah. What do you do exactly? You get like a big bin, and then you put like a starter in it, and then there's the gross bugs. Is that what it does? Yeah, and I think you add worms or something. Yeah. So now I got yeah, like they eat all your. I got like pets. I got. I got to take care of my worms. <laughs> is that what it is? That's fucking tight, dude. What if you had a. You know? I don't know. A worm if, as a pet. If I go out of town, am I going to have to get somebody to come over and throw away food to my worms or else I'll come back and they'll be dead? <laughs> hey, dude, can you go over to my house and eat a bunch of my food? <laughs> um, <laughs> but this is a cute little, like, knitted cap that goes on the end, like, on the stem, on the, you know, the handle part of the banana, the part that I love tugging on because that means I'm getting ready to eat a banana. Yum, yum. Yep, yep. Um, they've got a bunch of different kinds of these things. Could it, could it possibly work? It says your fruit bowl is the centerpiece of your kitchen. Give it some piss ass. No, I'm sorry. It says pizzazz. Oh, <laughs> that's so funny. Like a, like a, uh, misread type, uh, joke. Yeah. Like, like I, like it. I made a mistake. Yeah. Just sort of. That a, is awesome. A joke. That is awesome. Yup. Uh, you can choose from Viking, unicorn, cheeseburger, watermelon, pineapple, or panda. Uh, hats, and then I guess something happens when you put it on the banana. Not sure. Stop what you're doing. Do not attempt to click away or change the channel. This is an emergency announcement. Now that I have your attention, look at this. This is Nana Hat. And yes, it's exactly what you're thinking. A hat for your banana. Did you just put a hat on that banana? Yes. It's the Nana hat. A hat for your banana. But why? Uh, turn off the lights and I'll tell you. I'm not turning off the lights. The lights, woman! Please! <laughs> Excuse me? I mean, the lights. <laughs> Please, honey. For too long, the big banana industry has banked on one thing. Your Nana getting squishy and going bad before you eat them. The Nana hat allows you to fight back against brown spots on your Nana by inhibiting the absorption of ethylene gas, thus slowing down the ripening process. So the hats keep the bananas ripe for longer? Yep. Just put on the silicone cap, then put on the hat. They're so cute! 
Exactly. No more brown, soggy, overripe, hatless bananas. Back us on Kickstarter today to maximize the freshness of your bananas with the world's first banana preservation device that is also a hat with Nana Hats. Very well produced video. That's about as good as it gets for a video on Kickstarter. And so if you're if you're hearing that and going, damn, that was some grim shit, uh, it, it, that's really good. That's like the top of the heap for videos. Yeah, that's about, yeah, um, like you said, as good as it gets. And so I guess even, so even though the outside is like this cute knit little pattern, on the inside it is a silicone, like, knob that you can put on there to extend the life of your banana, you know, does obviously they're not going to guarantee because that all depends on when you buy it, I guess. So let's see. Um, it'll prevent them from turning brown. I mean, no, it won't because they will eventually. They can't can't last forever. It's not a McDonald fry. It's not going to last. It's not going to last forever. Good slam on McDonald. <laughs> um. So you know you could get this cap and it will extend the life of your banana like. What if what if it gave you another two days? Would that be enough to get you to eat the? <laughs> I mean, is that enough for you? Another two days of the banana? I don't know. I actually I don't know. Yeah, a lot of these places, you know, will wrap the the stem in plastic. Uh, is that why they do that? It keeps them fresh longer. Yeah, yeah. I never knew that. I thought it was just to keep them together more. You're so stupid, dude. Oh, oh, that's did you graduate? Stupid. Did you graduate high school? Did you fucking go to banana college? Ah. Where the fuck you learned that? Who told you that? Where did you hear that? Now that you seem so, I, just, I, I'm, I, I, I uh, no, you don't know. I actually, I think I'm right. I just assumed. I just assumed. I think it's to keep them together so they don't fall. I think that's what it is. Um, for seventeen bucks, you can get one of the Nana hats. So, you know, at that seventeen bucks, seventeen bucks at that price, that's what is that like fifty pounds of bananas? <laughs> I mean, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty close to like a large, like more bananas than you could take home at once. I think I will just, I'll just, I don't need this. I don't yeah, need just buy some. Just buy some bananas. It says it says, yeah. patent pending for their IP here, um, which, you know, I don't need to get, I don't need, I don't think I need intellectual property involved with my consumption of bananas at all. I'll just get the banana and eat it. I don't need, we don't need lawyers drafting up agreements as to when the banana, not, none of that. I'll just get the banana. If you want to bring pen and paper, I feel like I'm doing a Mitch Hedberg bit. If you want to bring pen and paper into this, Transaction. Classic, dude. You know? Classic, dude. I, I used to do drugs. The, uh, you know? An escalator has never been... It would never be... Uh, it'll just become stairs. Yep. Classic shit. And it's true. So, enduring legacy. Nana hats. Uh, 1158 bucks of 3000 bucks. 43 backers. 57 days to go for Nana hats. Don't get it. Don't need it. Not even not even the top, probably not even in the top five or six of fruit or vegetable that I have the most trouble with <laughs> in this regard. If you could come up with something for... <laughs> that I have trouble with. You know. 
What? Fucking struggling day to day over there with your fruits and vegetables. Well, if you came up with something for like a bagged salad that would keep those shits good longer, I might invest. Yes, bro. Those things yes. fucking die. Do you do the thing where you put a slice of paper towel in your salad to absorb the moisture and with um I've done that in the to help with I've that? done that in the yeah. past, yeah. I've done that. And then I got a wet paper towel I gotta deal with. <laughs> great. Oh great. Oh great. <laughs> this paper towel is all wet. <laughs> oh <laughs> crying. <laughs> all right. Mike, what's your next one? You've already done one, so let's do the next one. Pedant. Um, this would be if this would be a fan fry, an all-in-one camera f- flying fan. Okay, it's a portable fan that can turn into a multifunction camera, drone, and power bank. Sounds like a pretty neat little device here, if I do say so myself, JF. It's a what? It's the world's first portable fan that can turn into a multifunctional 1080p camera drone. No. To take aerial video. Well, there's a video of it, if you don't believe me. I don't believe this. (laughs) Do you need a fan? You need a flying fan. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Do you need a flying fan that can take video? Do you need a flying fan that can take video to charge your phone? Introducing Fan Fry. The world's first portable fan that can turn into a camera drone and power bank. It's a portable fan when you need it. And even better, you don't need to hold it by hand anymore. That's fucking insane. Is that real? I highly doubt it's real. I I think it's like one of those... uh... How could this be real? <laughs> I mean, it'll it'll never come. To, you saw the there's a video of the 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 fan. Um, it's a fan. It's a drone. It flies around. There's a video of it of a kid uh, on the beach, and uh, the the drone is like on his face. So the fan is, he's laying on his back. The fan is above him. How could that work? I mean, even <laughs> there's no way. This doesn't seem even remotely possible to me. No, that this it's could... another. I mean, it's another one of those pie in the sky type of. Uh... But I do think that they mean to make it. I do think they actually want this to be something that they can make. I just don't see how it's possible. Right. I mean, if they if they made this, it would truly be a marvel. I really don't. And what's the cost? Well, I mean, of this? you'd have to have you'd have to have a, an incredible battery on it. Okay, so uh, the bigger your battery, the heavier the drone. The less amount of time you can fly. So this dude is. I mean, this is not. It's supposed to be a power bank and a drone and a and a a camera. It has a camera in it. You know the thing. The thing that's crazy to me is like there's the bottom. The bottom, like the stick part of the fan, 
is the part where the battery would be housed, I assume, because that's where the phone mm-hmm. plugs into, etc. But then when he's right. using the fan, the fa- <clears throat> when he's using the fan in like auto mode where it just hovers over his head, it's detached. What is it being powered by? It's just like a, I mean, it just looks like a fan that would be in a computer. It doesn't look like anything. There's no place yeah, for any power. To, you'd have to crack it open. So maybe there's like a. Uh, I mean, tr- truly. And the the battery the battery pack is also a motion sensing remote like the Wii, so you can like turn it in your hand and control That's the. St- <laughs> stupid. Okay. How is that possible? <laughs> we gotta buy one of these, dude. We gotta throw these guys some money. We gotta buy one of these. Well, here's the fucking thing. If this thing were real, it would be hundreds of dollars. Yeah. How much is it? Fifty. 50 bucks. There is no way. Hong Kong, $400. There's no way. I can't. I don't. And it shows like a cat batting it around. He's hitting. He's they showed the, in the, in the video, they showed him pulling it out of his pocket and it was all assembled. It's the size of like a, of like a flyswatter. It's kind of. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, this is absolutely crazy. This is one of the weirdest ones I've seen. I mean, we've definitely seen... I mean, the, the I will admit that the drones that you can go up in the air and, like, follow you around and take video of you are pretty amazing. I'll just give you that. I don't know how they do it. It seems incredible to me. And there do seem to be, like, high-end ones, like $2,000 drones that you could, that'll go up in the air. You can control it with your phone. It'll, like, follow you and, like, scan yeah. your face or whatever. That's pretty amazing technology. I don't. I don't get it. Um, I uh, I got one for my kid. Not not an expensive one. Mm-hmm. Not a Maverick or whatever. Uh, but I got him like a you know a hundred dollars or so drone. Whacked it into the side of the house immediately. Yeah. Um, and it was still fine. And then right? he like and then he like broke the remote later on. So I gotta buy him a new one. Well, maybe get him I this one. Buy, yeah, I don't want to buy him like an expensive ass one, you know, because. Um, well, in our days, the those are yeah they get pretty they get pretty pricey. We used to have remember the RC cars. Yeah, there would be the cheap. There would be the thirty forty dollar, you know, plastic RC cars. Then there was like the big. Yeah, like the ones that had the knobs on the controls and stuff. <laughs> I remember, man. I, I begged my dad for this one called the Ricochet. Oh yeah. And um, Oh yeah. It was uh you could flip over and then keep driving. Yes. And I thought it was so fucking cool and um I was like, dude, I got to have this this yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh my god, dude, it was so dope. It had huge fat tires on it and you could flip it over. And um I, he got it for me, and then I absolutely fucking destroyed it. I drove it off of cliffs and stuff. Of course, and ramped the fuck out of it and broke the plastic housing and stuff, and just—I mean, absolutely ruined it. Still though, pretty good, pretty cool, yeah, pretty good, pretty pretty good stuff, <laughs> yeah. I I had the ricochet as well, and I you know I I took care of my stuff, so I you know I didn't <laughs> you know I respect I respect that it you know it costs money and you know. Um, yeah, I can remember my dad had like a real pro like boat. He had like an RC boat. That's so sick. That he would dude. put on the water, and I was like, man, I want to play with that. That's a Obviously. good old man affectation to adopt. That could be cool. Yeah, RC RC stuff. Yeah, because you, I don't think you want to do model trains, but RC maybe you could do like getting into the little yeah. 
the planes, but I guess I guess people started flying those into actual planes, and then they became a problem, right? Isn't that what the deal was with those? Didn't people oh, didn't, didn't people start that. doing terrorism with little uh? With little, <laughs> I didn't hear that. I thought that's what it was. I, wasn't there a thing that was like? Wasn't there a guy flying around one around the London airport? Oh wow! Wasn't there something like that? that? Yeah, I wouldn't do that. I would just. I would. I wouldn't do that. I would do. I would do whatever you're supposed to do with him. I don't really know what it is, but um, this is uh, this is absolutely crazy. Uh, it says okay, so it looks like if you want to get the whole thing, including the camera, it does cost one hundred dollars. So the fifty dollar one mm-hmm. is just the, the that's everything without the camera, which still kind of kind of kind of cool. Yeah. We should get one of these, dude, for real. Let's get one. Legit. Let's get one. We'll have it very soon, probably, and then we can play with it and have fun. Um, uh, my my final one, uh, Mike, is the Combi Bucket. The Combi Bucket is a cleaning bucket to vacuum dirt. Okay, so far so good. Liquids. Okay, yeah, kind of like a wet vac. And, <laughs> and glass. The big okay. three. So... Combi Bucket is the new cleaning bucket. It's not only a common bucket, like the one you've got at home. You can also vacuum dirt and liquids with it. Unfortunate incidents can happen in our daily routine, where we would use our vacuum cleaner. This is not always possible, since we want to keep our vacuum cleaner free of smelly trash, not fill it immediately, or it shouldn't be used with liquids. Our next step would normally be to clean this by hand and waste a large amount of paper towels. This is a very annoying task, which also has a bad impact on the environment. But not anymore. Introducing Combi Bucket, the new era of cleaning buckets. To use the bucket as an accessory for your vacuum cleaner, you only need to follow a couple of simple steps. To start with, we will remove the seal and assemble the tube and the nozzle, as the animation shows. Lastly, we will place the lid on top. So the way that this works is, it is not itself a vacuum. It actually is just a bucket. (laughs) And the bucket has a hole in the side that you can fit an attachment through, sort of in the same way that, you you know the thing that people get when they have to pass a piss test and they take the fake dong into the bathroom and they just start pissing yeah. out of the fake dong yeah. with the fake piss. Yeah. That's um that's what this is. It sticks out of the front like you're sticking a fake dong out of the hole in your jeans and you can suck it up by attaching it to your actual vacuum cleaner, turning it on, then using both hands cuz there's no handle to hold this big tote. I would call it a tote, not a bucket. It's like a tote, like a storage yeah, it's tote. A t- it's like a, a rubber rubber made tote. And it pulls the the suction goes into this device, into this bucket. And all of the solids that are inside the liquid come up through the hole and hit like this little diverter. That's just like a it's just a piece of plastic that keeps the glass or Cheerios or whatever from going into your actual vacuum. So you're daisy chaining one vacuum into a bucket and hoping that the suction it creates is enough. <laughs> I mean, this is a real bird brain. Come on, bro. He's not wrong about the need for something like this, though, because, you know, sometimes you do spill some stuff. My kid, 
I made my kid a smoothie the other day, and she had her headphones plugged into her uh, iPad because oh I didn't I didn't tell you this I didn't tell you this this is my great shame I um people who have listened to the show for a while know that there was a time that Mike found himself subscribed to two music streaming services mm-hmm. and I really gave him the business over it and uh, unfortunately I am now finding myself in that same. Uh, position I am every month uh, giving money to Spotify and to YouTube. Yeah, I know. I fucked up. I don't want to go back to getting ads on YouTube. I can't do that. I can't live that life anymore. And yeah. at the same time, they don't have anything appropriate for kids to listen to. They don't have like a YouTube. YouTube Music does not have a kids function. Um, yeah, yeah. But Spotify has a nice little kids function. That they can go on there, they can listen to some absolute garbage that at least doesn't have uh, nasty words in it. So I'm doing that, and she was listening to that, and the headphone cord got stuck, and then she leaned over, and it just yanked the entire smoothie onto herself and onto the floor. Oh, that's not good. That's a mess, right? So you got to get out the paper towels. So would it be cool to have like a an indoor? wet vac you could just suck up all that gunk i mean that's not that's not crazy yeah but like a like a yeah like an indoor wet vac yeah i can i can understand that you know but uh but boy this is uh this is really really fucking weird because there's actually there's a gif of it in there's a gif of it in motion and it's sucking up there's a cornflakes one there's uh, office pins, it says here, so like little thumbtacks and stuff, and it shows it not going into the actual vacuum cleaner. I bet it almost does kind <laughs> Lug- of work. Lugging this, lugging this around when you spill your uh, container of thumbtacks <laughs> on the floor, you, sh- you gotta be shitting me. I would say maybe just stick with a dustpan. Stick with a dustpan. If you don't want to use paper towels, that's okay. Use a regular, Use a regular towel, even, and just wash that. Shouldn't be a big issue. Yeah, um, usually not a not a huge deal. Twenty eight bucks for the combi bucket, which again is a, I mean it is a tote with a hole strategically placed in the side, and I'm you know definitely a marvel of engineering as far as I can calculate, but probably not the next big. Hey, you know uh, Dyson. I don't think Dyson's over there quaking in his uh, boots. Okay, I think he's <laughs> he's wheeling around on a weird little ball in his office or whatever the fuck he's doing yeah. over there. So I don't know. That's combat bucket sixty four hundred bucks. And here's the amazing part of the combat bucket: sixty four hundred dollars pledged so far of five hundred and sixty nine thousand nine hundred and forty three dollars. So they want over half a million bucks. For the bucket with a hole in it. Get out of here. That's too much, I think. Get out of here. Yeah. So, Mike, uh, take us home, buddy. Jeff, I got one that you will uh, really like. This one's called Stalk Chat uh, app and web. Meet and chat to people around the world by sending a friend request through the cameras which connected to Stalk Chat around the world so okay. long time people keep watching live streaming video from the cameras and oh want boy to make friend with some interesting guys from the scene of live streaming video from the camera but it's impossible to do that and you will lose the chance to meet that person no way who want to make friends forever no. if they have gone from the scene 
because that person will not be on the scene of the camera again as the same as the real life when no you are on some way. places. I think what they're trying to say is that when you watch a live feed of a video you and you see a hot person. Basically, yeah. You have no way of reaching out to this person and saying, "Hey, you are Oh my hot. Oh my god. And I want to I want to So get when I was looking you. at Las Vegas, when I was looking at the weird, the little Marshall's Gate or the yellow M M&M, and M. Um, I was zooming in on the sign that said, "Hey, we're, don't forget, we're still oh, we're still Vegas over here, so come see a show." Um, and I, if I had seen someone that I wanted to be lifelong friends with, I would try to. I mean, I, yeah. I would be fucked basically. You would be fucked. But this idea is that it scans their face and gives me their information and I can reach out to them. Yeah, so you can see the icon of the bubble belonging to the profile picture above to the head of the person who has Stalk Chat app on their phone. Once they are on the scene of the camera view, they're physically in front of the Stalk Chat camera. So you would have to place... Have to place cameras all around. No, I don't like this at all. <laughs> wow. So it's a proprietary camera, and like a yeah. like a database as well. Yeah, it is honorary cameras. Where <laughs> is an exclusive but most important memorable place on Stock Chat where we exhibit the cameras from our earliest and initial supporters and backers. These cameras will never be taken down. The fuck is this all about? It also says oh, what a weird app. What a weird idea. It says, we make use of IP cameras, um, but the purpose is not for security or surveillance, but to meet and chat to new people around the world. We do not make use of any form of facial recognition or motion detection. So on the camera view, you will be able to see a bubble with their belonging profile picture following each stock chat user. And then you can click or tap the bubble, and they'll be added to your friends list. Um... But how does it know to pin the yeah, bubble how do you, to the how person? Do you, how do you identify somebody from, especially from a public feed like an IP camera? How do you, how are you saying that you're doing that? That's not. Well, I don't know, but of course you can use it to make income as well. Um, they can pay StockChat five dollars, and then they can watch your camera feed, and then after a week they will give you some of the money, about eighty percent of the money that they got from someone paying them to look at the camera feed. So that's pretty good. <laughs> okay. That, you know, that's not bad. So it says here, like, what if your camera is on the Santa Monica Pier? Okay. Like an incredibly popular tourist destination. People would love to watch a camera feed from there. And presumably you can just go set one up and it won't be a problem. Um, if 100,000 people watch them within a week, seems definitely attainable. 100,000 people clicking onto your thing that says, uh, I am a stalker. Um, <laughs> the accumulation of time duration from all users is 10,000 hours per one week. You get $230. Hey, that's your income because, hey, you're the host of the stock chat camera. Uh, huh. Then you can always have it on their website, even if you don't have a lot of viewers because they really appreciate your support. So, can't really wrap my head around this one. Um, seems like a psyop uh at best and i don't really know what i i also you have to subscribe there's also a subscription element to this as well because 
$20 pledge gets you a one-month subscription trial, so you can, lo you can look at the stock chat cameras and send friend requests. This is a service as well. <sighs> Stupid. Stupid bird brain ass motherfucker. Um, for $2,000, it says, we install camera in your place. Anywhere in the world, they'll install a camera and set it up to join their stock chat network, and plus that comes with a year subscription to stock chat. That is very cool. Two grand is all that'll take. Um, <laughs> I was I watched um, this this week. I was watching an old documentary I had seen before, but I was watching it again because it was very, very, very interesting to me. This is my recommendation to anyone uh, interested in the idea of stalking uh, people. Definitely check out. Uh, I think we're alone now. It's on YouTube. Yeah. And it's an interesting little story about two people who, who seem to be obsessed with the pop singer Tiffany from a few years ago. Um, there's no, like, narration. There's no story. There's no... Nobody says anything. It's just the two people talking about how much they love Tiffany. And uh, one of them, it seemed to have resulted from, like, a pretty severe bicycling accident. And then they woke up from a coma and were obsessed with Tiffany. And I, I think that is just absolutely fascinating. To be obsessed with a, with a pop singer. I don't know. Bizarre fucking tangent to go on. It's the, the fucking name is Stock Bizarre Chat, you dingling. What's wrong with you? <laughs> know what your fucking problem is. Trying to have a fucking conversation with you. And this is what I... This is what... <laughs> anyway uh that's it man that's the whole thing i think that's the whole thing let's uh why don't we head over to the big bag of email pile and pick out an email to read to our friends you're gonna want to contact black kids you're gonna want to talk to mike and jf you're gonna want to call 802359 Send them something at the mail and address. 544 West Main Street, 209 Gallatin. Tennessee, 37066. They got a Gmail. It's the name of the ship. Twitter said your Kickstarter, and that's it. You're gonna wanna contact YKS. You're gonna wanna let them know you exist. Leave a little message for Mike and JF. YKS bot on Instagram for grill pics. Okay, Mike, that's true. Check all that shit out. And also... We don't say this very often, but check us out on Patreon. We've got a great month coming up. A special, a special theme of episodes uh, this month on the YKS Premium Patreon. Some big guests, some fun movies. It's Mike Tober coming to your ears over on the YKS Premium Patreon page. What? Yeah, we we're, were doing Mike Tober. Some of your favorite movies that we're talking about with some of our favorite friends. You did not tell me about this at all. It's uh Okay, well it's coming up very soon. We've got a couple days to Yeah, it's September 26th. Yeah. And now we have Okay. Um we better get started on that. In the meantime, let's read an email. This is from Dylan. It says, "Hi DB and JF. I was listening to episode 165, Handmade by Grandmothers. What dingling uh, titles these things. During which you discussed the Angels in the Hood." Bible Rap Project. I enjoyed your epic takedown of the biblical story of Samson and its strange message about the power of mullets and the danger of trusting women. My heart actually leapt when I heard Samson mentioned because I was hoping to hear your take on my favorite Samson legend. 
According to Judges 15.16, one of his amazing feats of strength was slaying 1,000 Philistines with nothing but the jawbone of an ass. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. If you had to choose the jawbone of one animal to use as a weapon against a small army, what would you pick? And how many Philistines would each of you be able to kill? How much would that number go up if you grew your hair out for a few years? Great questions, <laughs> Dylan. And, of course, Mike and I know exactly what you're talking about with respect to all this stuff and whether or not it's real. Yeah. Um, my hair has... I feel like my hair has been growing out for a few years at this point, And I think I have leveled up in strength a little bit. So I think if, like, if before... If the, it's the last time I got a haircut in March... If I could have killed two Philistines then, I think I could take three to four Philistines now. So that's not nothing. That's a significant, like percentage-wise, that's a big improvement, right? And why are we why are we killing people? I don't want to kill anybody. What are we doing? I don't want to kill any Philistines. Okay, but they don't believe in the same God that we believe in, though. Oh shit! That changes everything. Yeah. So. Basically, what jawbone do you want to use to take them out? So think of it. So obviously, there are a lot of jawbones in the animal kingdom. Okay, that goes without saying. What do you think if you're mm. reaching for any? Is this just the one you got is the best one? Dance with what brung you? Is there like a kind of a cool jawbone that you've kind of had your eye on for a while that you think maybe would take out a lot of philistines or? What's your? I mean, I gotta say, as far as track records for jawbones go, the ass is pretty, uh, pretty up there. I mean, you don't, you don't hear. Uh, yeah. So, so unfortunately, that's gonna, it's gonna leave you in a bad place. Because you're, so I'm gonna need your j- jawbone. I'm gonna need your jawbone. You think I'm the ass? You're the ass. Well, you've actually shown, you've actually shown your true colors here <laughs> because now you're actually being the ass. So. <laughs> I'll take maybe I'll take your <laughs> jawbone. <laughs> Bitch. Hey, uh, Mike and JF. Uh, I was listening to your last episode, and uh, a fellow entrepreneur here wants to get in on your uh, plan for military-themed uh, condiments. Um, so for the Marines. Uh, you have brought up Marines Ketchup. Um, I'm going to hit you with uh, this idea because uh, they love saying this all the time. Uh, how about a Semper Fry sauce? That's uh, that's stuff you can use. Um, just make sure you give me uh, cut of the profits or royalties or whatever. Anyway, love the show. Thanks. 